Hi people and welcome to Cactus Poetry Podcast. This is Sayyam, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in, by the way. You guys are the best. Um, and guess what? We have a guest today. That's correct. She is a mother who is inspired by her kids and, and her poetry is actually a direct reflection of that, if I say so myself. Because, again, you, you'll know what I'm talking about in a while. Um, and by the way, she is a personal favorite too. I... absolutely love her writing style and i genuinely wait for her to post because it's really that good now the next voice you listen to will be her reciting a poem that i am in love with so let's welcome sharees francois she'll be reciting a poem still waters on gentle waves of young hearts in something like what felt like love you came my first born and with you something deeper than love flooded through the lines to my heart shaking hard through the cracks of my being with a bond that would save me over the years over again and so i called you my angel and my angel you have been on the cold merciless current of troubled waters you came second born you found me wearied by the struggle of fighting tides gasping for air you came and with you a warmth to keep this heart alive a love rich enough to give me strength well light enough to lift me up and i called you ascension and together we rose and in the calm of deep breath while wading slow in sweet still waters you came sure and steady my last born i pulled you through the peaceful surface and as you took your first breath my soul it found with tired feet and desperate toes the solid ground of serenity at last and so i called you child of earth for of the earth we are you see my child i gave you breath but my love you gave me life so i'll sing you lullabies of a mother's journey through troubled waters and i'll remind you that the tide while seldom fair brings lessons rich embrace the current let it take take you and let it teach you what it will for only when your heart has tangled with the darkest raging seas Will you taste the pure sweetness of the peace of clear still waters wow so you already know that i love this piece right and and i think calling it just beautiful would probably be an understatement because it's it's really that good right and um and you say that you're not good at recitation <laughs> oh, i know i practice i practice so many times and i was like this is terrible but this is what it's going to have to be <laughs> nah, you were great seriously and and i feel this is the kind of poem that again i'm not sure if your children can read right now properly and yeah. uh, but but this is the kind of piece that they'll read when they can and cherish this for the rest of their lives yeah. and that that's the thing you know that makes this one special for me and that's why i insisted that you perform this one for the first um poem thank you i hope so i really do um like as you probably have seen a lot of my poems are around this theme of my kids and um either how much they mean to me or you know um about how that you know the concept of time and the time that i have with them right now really trying to hold on to that with everything in my being even though it's impossible but um so i do hope that one day that they when they like they can read now but i think as they grow older um reading these poems will mean something more with with every kind of level of maturity that they reach if that makes sense and yeah. with different things that they go through in their lives as well 
yeah there's one thing to read and uh, it's another thing to you know understand it properly so i think mm, as they gr- yeah exactly yeah 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 and uh, i think you know what yeah. makes it better is you know it's that personal and you're posting it you know everywhere i think that is the part yeah. that i absolutely love because i love you know people yeah. are just writing about uh, similar topics and i don't like that you know i think as poets yeah. it yeah. is our responsibility even to talk about different things and you know uh, you're doing that so i love yeah, that yeah absolutely yeah 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 thank you no i think um one thing i guess we'll probably discuss this further on but one thing that i have found in a lot of the things that i do write about um whether it's you know motherhood or um different things that i've experienced um there is so much power in for the reader um to read something that they really resonate with that um kind of reaches them at a level that they probably haven't read anything like that before that had they felt like oh my god like yes like I think that it's very powerful to have that um, ability to. So I think why not share these personal things if you know if it connects with somebody else near or far and makes them feel a little bit less like you know they're the only one experiencing. And you're um, doing a great job, things. honestly. I don't I don't understand how you you know post constantly as well because again I have like five or ten posts you yeah. know poetry related posts on my um, account and. you're sh- sharing personal stuff right and yeah. you're posting continuously the presentation of your feed is absolutely amazing remarkable seriously because you know okay i cannot even uh. the presentation of the poem right i read it once again today yeah. and you know you take breaks at some points and i love that because yeah i, I don't know i don't know what <laughs> it's about the poem but i asked i i don't know it is <laughs> absolutely amazing so say, tell yeah. us one thing though uh, what went behind you know writing yeah, this one yeah okay so so with a lot of my writing i it will start with just me getting like a phrase or a concept in my head like something that i don't know for whatever reason has moved me that day or as like just something comes into my head so on this um particular day i guess i was thinking about um the birth of my youngest son so he i actually had a water birth for him so i actually i actually gave birth to him in water <laughs> um and the thing that i was thinking about um before writing oh oh are you there i am what happened oh i don't know it cut out and then it was like you were ringing me again yeah 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 <laughs> okay yeah. so okay that's okay we? that's yeah, okay yeah we'll start with sorry uh, um Yeah. So, okay, I'll start I'll just start again. So, so on this day, um I was thinking about the birth of my youngest son, um and I had I actually had a water birth for him. So, he was born in water. Um and it was just like in I don't know whatever was going through my mind this day. It just really kind of um became like apparent to me how um how like fitting it was that his birth was so calm and so peaceful and just like very like very um I was just felt was so grounded while giving birth to him as opposed to my other two and it was just so fitting to the um how, what the rest of my life looked like at the time that I had him um because so by the time I had my youngest son I've you know I've you know I re- recently married um in a good relationship and I'm really like finding my feet and again like where I say you know I talk about finding my feet and like just 
feeling grounded and finding some serenity at last it was so symbolic um the way that he was born because it was exactly that it was calm it was there was so much serenity in his birth and yeah it was just it just matched perfectly the point that I where how my life was at that time um and then I guess I extended that thought and um, considered my other two. So my eldest son was actually, I fell pregnant with him when I was 19. Um, and it was, um, you know, I was with, I guess you would call him like my high school sweetheart. I had met him quite young at 16 years old and, um, you know, fallen pregnant. And so, yes, again, I say, you know, um, in something like what felt like love, because I very much felt like I was in love with his father. Um, at that time that I gave birth to him so at that time things were were nice you know it felt like you know new love and young love and things like that so it, it was a very a fairly gentle um but young kind of time in my life um but at, also at this time I wasn't actually connected with my family um so the reason behind call, you know, calling my son my angel, which, by the way, his mm -hmm. name um, is Malik, which apparently one of the translations for his name is angel or heavenly messenger. So that's not just a, yeah. something that sounds nice. It, it, it's mm -hmm. a real <laughs> it's a real thing. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. So. And then going on to my my second son, um, at this point, the relationship with their father had become quite uh, violent and um, abusive. So. That he, you know, that's where the troubled waters, I guess, come in. Um, and I was really kind of reaching a point of um, not feeling like I could continue. Um, so mm. I guess you can see in that verse where that kind of comes through with the gasping for air. But he did definitely give me um, further reason and strength to kind of continue. Um, and through, like, between uh, between having my second and having my third, obviously, I've I'd left the relationship. And so there are yeah. like there everything in the poem has a meaning. It's not just because it sounds nice. You know, their names um, literally mean in some form or another the things that I've said I've called them. Um, and it's just mm. crazy because I look back, I'm like, this has just fallen into place so perfectly to make this poem. And it not only does it sound poetic, but there are layers of meaning. Um, to it all exactly. so. based off um, based on what you said I, I feel like you're the kind of poet that needs you know like so much inspiration to write something is that is that true or is it just me yeah yeah because no, no, I said I that it's extremely personal but it was way more personal than I thought right <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah well that's what I mean look I'm just airing it all out here today so and I've you know I do talk about these different things um through various um, like you know as sharing various poems I do kind of give little insights as to where they've come from sometimes sometimes some of them don't you know um, I guess need any kind of explanation but others I think it's nice to give a little bit of an insight to um, myself as a person and where that creation has come from um, regardless of how people would read it and interpret it for themselves yeah and I'm actually glad that you're talking about these things and uh, letting us know what it actually means Right, and let's start off with the poetic journey though, shall we? Like, like how long have you been writing for? So, I started writing, um, it's kind of like a, you've got to go right back. So, when I was a kid, like probably like nine or ten years old, I had like a, a little diary that I used to, like I guess, essentially journal in, I suppose. And um, at that point, I think, as I grew doing that, I guess I realized that the writing could actually be quite a therapeutic way to get my thoughts out. 
um, and almost make sense of things I was thinking. It yeah, was so do you? Yeah. Yeah. So do you come from a literary background or something, or like you were the first I, one in the family to do that? No, I'm I'm the first one. Hey, um, I just I've always had a apparently I've had a way with words like you know I guess um, like growing up and like with different bits bits and pieces of writing people would be like oh wow like you're so good with words I was always very good at short stories and things like that in my um, English classes but when I when I did get to about 14 15 I guess the journaling turned more into poetry and I guess what I would consider trying to put things where they could be songs you know what I mean um, and it just stayed it kind of yeah. stayed with me in like in waves you know like it wasn't like the level like the amount that I'm writing now it hasn't always been like I'm writing all the time um, but I have yeah, definitely yeah. plenty of things like experiences to draw on at this point that inspire a lot of that and I think it's very healing um, to continue using that as like my therapy now so it was more more like a transition phase like from journaling yeah. to poetry yeah I so think you don't so. you probably don't have you know one poem that you remember that this uh, is where it started oh I actually do. <laughs> um, I have you one, do. and it's yeah. I actually like my like probably the first one that I thought this is a good poem. Um, when I was about <laughs> when I was about fifteen, I think I wrote this one, and um, I actually shared it with um, another poet that I speak to quite regularly on Instagram, Michael Dobkin. We were talking the other day, and we shared each of our kind of first like yes, this was my first like proper poem. Um, yeah. So yeah, I do have it. I do so, have it. Would you like to, do you want me to? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So at this time, I'm I'm about 15 years old, and I'm um, I've got a lot of body image issues. I've developed a bit of an eating disorder. Um, I guess you know, as a teenager, um, teenage girl in particular, I guess guys have it too. But um, for myself, um, you know, going from like being a child and then starting to develop, um, you just I guess it's a bit of a it's a it's a big kind of time in anyone's life so um I guess around that transition I developed like yeah just a lot of self-loathing <laughs> um and also I guess to further explain this as well so my dad um was actually a pastor of a Christian church um when I was growing up so at this time I guess I've I've tried to kind of turn to that Christianity um as some kind of saving grace I guess um so while, while that was um quite a long time ago now and I'm probably I'm couldn't be further from that way of thinking but at this time anyway this is that's where my head was at so I'll read it to you and it will make sense as I go through it um all right yeah okay um <clears throat> she looks into the mirror despising what she sees the girl gazing back at her is not what she wants to see Searching for an answer, it seems she can't be taught. Looking in so many places, but her joy is still to be sought. Small things make her smile, but it never lasts for long. It seems to her that there's no way to end her painful song. Its melody plays endlessly, echoing in her mind. Nothing she does can drown it out, no matter how hard she tries. Like a storm cloud hovering menacingly, this monster in her head refuses to release its claws, but tightens its grip instead. Staring still into the glass, her brown eyes no longer glow. But when did all this happen? The tears begin to flow. Is there anyone who can help me? She whispers through her tears. She just can't seem to find the strength she needs to face her fears. 
She closes her eyes despairingly. How much longer can it last? When will she stop tormenting her, the girl behind the glass? A troubled sea of darkness, with violent thrashing waves. All these thoughts will in her head. How can she end the pain? Here at suffering's very peak, she can't fight any more. She embraces her last trace of hope and kneels down on the floor. Suddenly it's clear to her, the answer she had to find, was right here waiting for her to see. How could she have been so blind? The faith she sought so long for, the hope she thought was lost, the strength she sought to face her fears, she found upon the cross. Her heart now filled with comfort of this sudden newfound grace, the aching pain she once felt by love had been replaced. Her eyes still filled with tears, only now of joy to last. No more tears of sadness for the girl behind the glass. Wow. So do you do you have a title for this? What's it called? I guess I called it The, the Girl Behind the Glass. Yeah, that, that's what I thought. And you wrote it when you <laughs> yeah. were uh, yeah. 14. Seriously. Uh, I think I, I think I would have been about 15. I reckon 14, 15. I think potato, about pata- 15. Potato, potato. Yeah, potato, potato. Right? Yeah, similar yeah, yeah. thing. Same thing, same 40, thing. I, <laughs> we don't yeah. get about 14 or 15. But seriously, this... Okay, so one thing I noticed was that... Uh, a lot of your poems right now don't really have you know this kind of rhyme scheme and more like free no. verse i believe right yes, so how yes. how has that changed tell us something about that um so yeah i guess when i was young and writing these poems i i very much thought it's a poem it it's only a poem if it rhymes i didn't really understand free yeah. verse um i didn't i didn't consider that poetry i didn't know it was poetry um, yeah. And then I do, look. I couldn't even pinpoint where exactly my thinking around it changed, but I think um, just in starting to kind of free write and seeing that there can still be a, quite a beautiful flow um, without there needing to be a rhyme. And as you'll probably see in some of my writing now, like there are some of them that have parts that rhyme, but the, yeah. it's not necessarily rhyming throughout the whole. And that is a deliberate, um, hmm. I guess. A, deliberate kind of doing yeah yeah a a similar thing happened to me actually you know when it comes to poetry and rhyming uh, the picture that we paint of poetry before we actually start writing it right that is basically Mm. rhyming and and I guess that's that's pretty much it conveying your message uh, with uh, rhyming I guess right I think that's the picture that we have because again I started poetry when I was um, 16 or 17 right yeah so I had, you know, I had read like some poetry before that, but I had no idea yeah. what it actually means and how uh, creative it can be, how flexible it is when it comes to, you know, there's nothing, you know, you cannot really define what poetry is, but yeah, you can no, you, read something exactly. and you can tell this is a poem and, you know, uh, yeah. you can tell the yeah, difference exactly. even if it, does, if it doesn't have any rhyme, st- rhyme scheme or stuff like that. A hundred percent. And I I think um, at some point, like, you know, letting it kind of flow freely, you're not as limited as trying to find words that rhyme. Yeah. So so were you interested in poetry before uh, you started writing? Were you like uh, reading poetry continuously or something like that? I wouldn't say I was reading poetry continuously. I read a lot of books, like I was quite a bookworm um, since a very young age as well. Um, But I think... I, I think what got me into looking at more of a poem kind of format from journaling was um, 
I swear, I probably, I think when I was young, I like, I always wanted to be like a singer. I can't sing. I just want to put that out there. But you know, like I loved like Mariah Carey and I thought mm. one day I can be a singer <laughs> and I can write my own, my own songs. So yeah. a lot of songs, they have an aspect of rhyming and I guess I can be um, in a poem type format. So I think that's where I transitioned from a journaling kind of um, writing and to a bit more of a poetry kind of yeah yeah i think yeah but it's very hard to say because i yeah i think there's a lot of a lot of bits that kind of just went into it and then i realized i was half decent at it and so i just kind of kept doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, i get that you know uh, and when it comes to me you know uh, the whole poetry scenario i started writing poetry and even after almost a year after that i was not into yeah. poetry <laughs> I just use poetry yeah. as you know as a method of communicating and uh, I, I don't even yeah. know what I thought poetry was back then but I think the only way to develop properly <laughs> in poetry is yeah. by reading right you need yeah, to absolutely. read and now it's not like I have to read I genuinely love reading poetry and yeah. that's why again yeah. that explains the podcast I guess Oh, well, yeah, definitely I'm glad that you're so passionate about poetry if you're going to do a podcast about it hey <laughs> <laughs> um i guess so, yeah but tell me tell me this though like when did you realize that instagram was you know the perfect medium for you to share your poetry um so i don't know if you know this but as for my actual work like my job that i get paid for i'm uh, i do wedding bridal hair um so hair, hair for wedding days for the bride okay. um so so uh-huh. I guess um I realized that Instagram was actually an incredible uh marketing and um communication tool when I started that business. So I started that business just a couple of years ago from basically nothing. Um and just through using oh. Instagram as a tool I've been able to really grow my business into something very successful and um so it just it just made sense to use Instagram as a way to do the same thing um to a different audience and in a different I guess for a different purpose but with my writing. Um and obviously you know I've seen there are so many poets and writers on Instagram so um it made sense, you know, it just made sense and it's almost I mean, I feel it's almost a um gentler way I guess to start um to expose yourself um you know and share these kind of very vulnerable thoughts and things like that um it cuz I guess you kind of still have you have an yeah, aspect think, of anonymity really if you want it um behind an Instagram profile yeah, I think that explains the fact that uh you're killing the Instagram game I I I feel like you're not a professional then I'm dealing with a professional you know professional at oh, Instagram okay. and um I don't know promoting so because okay your profile is absolutely amazing oh, because you. i okay i don't know my uh, my profile is completely a complete mess because i don't post that often yeah. but you're killing i don't understand who is the person who's clicking your pictures because they are my pictures i don't know they fit right yeah. in your poetry yeah. account i don't get how but it well, does see i like you'll notice some of my pictures are professional um done by a professional photographer who is actually a close friend of mine hunter and co photography she's she's a friend of mine we worked on a lot of weddings together and occasionally um she'll take some photos of me and my kids but a lot of my photos are just with my iphone um like selfies or um like the or like pictures like if i if it's a professional photographer you'll see i credit them at the bottom so if there's no credit there i probably 
done it with my iPhone. Um, I just have, I, so I think I have in my mind, um, a very, when I say specific, I have a specific mood that I want to create, um, or a mood, something that attracts my eye. So I'm really attracted to, um, how sunlight kind of flickers and plays off different surfaces yeah. and things like that. So if I see it and it's beautiful to me, I'll take a photo of it. And then inevitably at some point, there's going to be a piece of my writing that I feel like suits the mood of that photo. And see, I will not post a picture just because it's nice and then post a poem that doesn't, that doesn't yeah. relate <laughs> to it at all. Like there has to be some, even if it's a subtle connection. I'm mm. very like OCD about this. <laughs> so, um, and yeah, so <laughs> that's, I guess that's a little bit of insight as to. And then the whole profile of yours has this, you know, hazily yeah, feeling. Yeah. And is that like deliberate? You know, is that, is that what you're going for? Like, even the pictures, yeah. I think, have some kind. I don't even know why I'm saying no, this. No, I get it. But yeah, they have this hazily. Maybe it's a filter you use. Uh, yeah, see, some, like, I use different. Like, I use Lightroom to edit some of my photos just to give, like, to, you know, so they don't look like I've just snapped them with my phone so they look a little bit nicer. But, um, but yeah, I, I guess I am trying to go for a very cohesive kind of look. I want it to be attractive when you look at it. Um, I do want my feed to be quite attractive when you look at it as well, but not just to look nice for the sake of looking nice. I do want it to create, I guess, a vibe and a mood. So someone, I guess, is if they're going to resonate with me and my vibe and my poetry, then they might automatically be attracted by the visual kind of aspect. I hope that it ties all in together. So that's that's definitely what I'm going for. Yeah, it's working. So <laughs> you're doing something right, right? Yeah, thank you. And thank you. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> I don't remember how I found you on Instagram. I really don't. I don't know why. Because now now I'm yeah. actually following a lot of uh, poets. Like back uh, back when I started following you, yeah. I don't remember when. But a couple of months back, I believe. This was yeah. my personal ID. Right? So I was not really following a lot of yeah. uh, poets from here at least. So yeah. I don't remember. Maybe you were... I, were you in that poetry support group or something? Oh, I think I was in a little, um, there was a chat, oh, I can't even remember who invited me into it, but someone had sent me a message saying, hey, like, you know, yeah, like a little poetry kind of support thing where we would like, you know, support each other because we were all kind of up and coming. Um, and I was in that little group for a while, but I, I think I ended up leaving it um, just because I, I guess I came to a point where I was like, okay, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. This is this is good, and I want to support everyone. But also, I um, I don't want to force people to have to like like and comment on my things. I really do want my following and all the interactions to be very um, authentic and genuine. Like I don't want. Yeah. I, won't, I don't. My do problem the, with these groups. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Complete. No, um, oh, I just like I. You know, I, you get. I'm sure you get it too. A lot of like messages for like you know a share for share or follow for follow. Um, and it's not yeah, even, yeah, it's yeah. not that I don't want to support everyone. I, I definitely do, but I also don't, I don't want, um, someone to follow me just because they've asked me to follow them. And so they're returning the favor. I want you to follow me if you genuinely love my work. If not, then that's fine. Like, you know, absolutely no hard feelings. Um, I just, I definitely, exactly. want, yeah, yeah. I want it to be genuine. Like my first book came out and first be the first book or the podcast right and people are like congratulations congratulations i'm like i don't need the congratulations <laughs> right okay i yeah. understand i understand that this is you know supposedly uh, a milestone or a landmark in yeah. you know these 
achievement standards that we humans have that yeah. i don't i don't know why but publishing a book is an achievement and writing a book is not like yeah, yeah. i don't know why people do, because i i am pretty sure you have enough content to you know publish something i am I pretty sure i think so too right? i feel, yeah i think i definitely do and that is an achievement yeah right publishing part is the business part like why do people care about that i agree why that's is just that like the thing the, that people are attracted to yeah that's the, the least soulful part of it all <laughs> that's like the marketing exactly kind of i very, just want very soulless part yeah exactly yeah i mean i i, I just feel like uh you don't need to congratulate me what you can do is you just just read what i'm writing yeah, absolutely. even if you don't want to buy the book just read on my profile and appreciate that that is going to make my day trust me yeah. so the people are listening <laughs> i am fishing for comments yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah absolutely absolutely uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> So is there is there some kind of advice that you're going to give uh, that you want to give uh, to maybe a young series or yeah. uh, young poets that are out there? Uh I think definitely and I think I've said this before um just trying and it's really hard because on Instagram or any like just you know any kind of social media platform there's a lot um a lot of noise a lot going around a lot of people who look like they're doing really well um and i think it's so important to if you really want to produce your most genuine authentic true to you work you really need to block all that out and write from yeah from within yourself not writing what you think is going to let a, get a lot of likes or what you think is going to be popular or anything like that you just write if you're true to you then the right people will like it um and everyone else will then it's not for them but you don't want you don't need like to connect with people if your writing is not for them it only needs to connect with those certain people who are really going to appreciate it that's where you really get like the real the the feeling of exactly, the value yeah yeah that's my yeah, best i mean advice. i feel instagram <laughs> is a great platform yeah to publish um, poetry but the problem that i have is people don't understand that instagram like there's so much more to poetry than instagram yeah right we talk about these great poets they didn't have instagram right no but they didn't they, Exactly but I f- I feel you know people okay I see beautiful writers and I'm feeling feeling disheartened because they're not doing the Instagram game right what do you want to say to them Yeah Oh well I can honestly say that can be myself at times I won't lie I'm human and sometimes I do think gosh like you know it's 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 very easy to fall into that maybe my work is no good because look how many followers this person has and I don't only have like very you know a very small portion of that amount and, and I you know maybe my work is no good but um but honestly like I really think that you just have to kind of let that go I don't I don't have the answer really as to how to um to completely block that out but um again yeah, like I, I mean, think you're not going to enjoy and gonna, go ahead yeah I, you're you're not going to enjoy writing and creating poetry if you're not doing it for yourself. If you're doing it for what you think someone else is going to like, and you'll just burn out your passion. You won't love it anymore, and you probably stop doing it anyway. So you might as well be true to yourself. And again, like I said, it's it's it can be such a healing, therapeutic thing for you to do. So you're only cheating yourself by not producing something that is genuinely from your own kind of heart. Yeah, I mean. these uh, followers and analytics are not really an accurate uh, like depiction of how good you are 
so the people who are listening who are actually interested in writing poetry just like mark my words you're going to do much yeah. better if you stop caring about that you can okay yeah. instagram is a great platform right if you're yeah, using absolutely. tricks right and if you yeah. do you know if you do the instagram game right that's a great thing that's the cherry on top but yeah. you know the main thing absolutely. is your poetry just keep writing that mm. and you know you get you'll get yeah. somewhere and yeah absolutely yeah. i couldn't agree more cuz like yeah it's kind of a funny thing like i um have joked with friends before like i'd be devastated if like instagram kind of crashed like what would i do i would have no poetry platform but at the same time i would still have my poetry and if my work is good and it's genuine then i should not need to worry about whether i have instagram or not like you said it's an amazing platform while it's there absolutely and if you know how to use it then like by all means why wouldn't you but it's not the be all and end all at all and it's like you said it's not a marker of your value or the um their quality of your work either i mean like like you said um these po- these poems that you write are like com- extremely uh, personal to you right so there is so yeah. much more to your poetry specifically even than what instagram can provide like your poetry in itself Absolutely. is way bigger than what instagram or any kind of validation on instagram can you know give you like Definitely. imagine imagine the time your children are going to read the poem that uh, or maybe hear the poem that you yeah. uh, recited for the first <clears throat> recited for the first um, mm-hmm. part of the podcast right imagine yeah. that i think yeah. that is going to be more than any validation you can ever get on instagram yeah so um that would that would really be the biggest um thing i could hope for um through all of this is regardless of how many followers or likes or even when i do publish a book how many of those that i sell um the most important thing would be for me that um one day when my kids are older or you know even further down the track when i'm not here anymore that they've got this to hold on to um and whether it's the things that i have written specifically about my kids or even the other things like they'll know who i was they'll understand how a lot of how my mind um works you know and like that's that's all i could hope for you know that's what i want i want my children to know me and to continue to understand who i am or who i was even when i'm gone so i do hope that i can leave this for them and um and it it can you know impact their lives in one way or another whether it's just to know that i really i really love them that is genuinely extremely beautiful seriously like mm-hmm. i i feel it's okay they're not going to read it one day and be like okay this is great but they're going to you know gradually understand it in a better way right i feel like they're going to uh yeah. keep reading the same thing again and again for maybe the rest of their lives but they're going to understand it more and more so. yeah definitely they're going right? <laughs> right you don't hope so but you know yeah. so <laughs> right yeah and absolutely no you're right you're right definitely yeah and uh, yeah thank you so much for coming on it was great thank you so much for you know coming on the podcast and being the first guest Thanks for having me. I hope that I've done uh, your podcast justice as the first guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh so the people who are lis- <laughs> to the people who are listening uh her Instagram username is Sharice Francois Poetry if I'm right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Sharice Francois Poet. There's just poet. Yeah, exactly. Just follow her. I like even if you're not into poetry properly uh, like exactly again then you're probably not listening to this podcast anyway so but yeah so if, even if you're not into poetry uh you're going to love it seriously this is like great stuff 
and uh, if not you can just enjoy the pictures maybe <laughs> yeah well hey look if nothing else i've got some pretty pictures there you can look at so <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right thank you so much for coming on now this is uh, the end of the podcast and now i'm going to be rude to you so <laughs> <laughs> that's okay